um, Mori from Slicepace. Um, and we are looking to allow individuals to invest into commercial real estate for just a dollar, really allowing anybody to become a owner in the buildings that they live in, the buildings they work in, uh, their favorite sports venues, and <laughs> yeah, be able to receive rent on these things. Welcome back. Uh, I have friends. Yo, it's your boy Flystone the Motive from the Flystone the Podcast, Trap Nights Podcast. Yeah, kicking it on guns and butter. This is my brother. You know what I'm saying? I'm a potter. <laughs> I'm Harry Potter. I, I I call him to pull up, and he just ready to pot at all times. You know, this is uh this is mutant power. <laughs> and we have a new friend mm -hmm. who we uh, got a chance to meet at the Emerge Conference. And by the way, we're in the Idea Center, Miami Dade, uh, Miami Dade College. No longer community college. We're stepping their game up. We're getting into the crypto Web three space, uh, and it's just a world school now. Shout out to Miami Dade College for having us, the Idea Center specifically. And introduction, Maury from Slicepace. Tell them a little bit about yourself, Maury. Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, Maury from Slicepace. Um, and we are looking to allow individuals to invest into commercial real estate for just a dollar, really allowing anybody to become a owner in the buildings that they live in, the buildings they work in, uh, their favorite sports venues, and yeah, be able to receive rent on these things. For one dollar. One dollar. One dollar entry. One dollar. We usually don't get a chance to get these opportunities because these are usually private deals, uh, that I've been in the works for tens of uh, 15 years ahead of time. Yeah. You don't know about a project until you see it. And uh, Maury is removing the veil and kind of decentralizing real estate ownership. So let's give a round of applause. I don't even think I have the, well, we'll give you the Street Fighter. Perfect. <laughs> That's what I got cute. <laughs> let's go with that. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and um, what made you want to start Slicepace? Sure. Um, so I come from a background, um, my family has been in the construction, real like the commercial construction space for my entire life. Mm -hmm. um, I was always drawn to like the finance and the coding side of things. Um, so I went to school for finance where I met one of prof my professors at the time. A finance professor was like, hey, guys, um, I'm doing like a seminar on a Saturday. I'll have pizza and we're going to talk about some web <laughs> stuff. Right. I was like, dope. Pizza free, it is. Yeah. yeah free pizza. That pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so had pizza. exactly. Uh, so I show up on a Saturday. Uh, it's me and like two other kids. Uh, he has pizza there and he like starts talking to us about Bitcoin. Right. And like, what is uh, the real revolution? And I had heard about Bitcoin at that time, but I didn't really understand the mechanics of it or the finance of it or just the technicals. Uh, and that kind of pushed me down a rabbit hole of just trying to get deeper and deeper understanding of what this is mm -hmm. and what the space means. Um, so it evolved ever from Bitcoin to just in general uh, blockchain and cryptography mm -hmm. in different degrees. Okay. You and said so what year this was? Uh, this was uh, like 2015. 14 or 15. Hey, you know, it's funny too. Like I heard the first Bitcoin transaction was a, a pizza 
yeah, <laughs> like yeah. a pizza delivery. Yeah, two pizzas. Yeah, <laughs> all this foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, and I think it was like two pizzas and ten thousand Bitcoin at the time was the first. Yeah, wow. Right? Yeah. Um, so from there, uh, I, I, I spent a little bit of time working at JP Morgan, uh, leading a few tech teams there. Mm-hmm. And at one point I was just like, I can't just do this. I need to do something that like means a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course. uh, I took a step back and I was like, well, real estate is something that everybody says to invest in really like a stable, safe thing, but yeah. it's like, in this day and age, if you walk into a realtor's office with ten thousand dollars, they'll laugh you out. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. All right, and like, what day do we like that? Ten thousand dollars is still like significant, but like most people can't invest into real estate, let alone anything else in regards to it. So, um, what we sought out to do was to create a method that makes it more accessible mm-hmm. and takes away the risks of like simple real estate, mm-hmm. and then makes it also scalable. Right, okay. like if it, right now in this day and age, like if you wanted to acquire a whole bunch of real estate, you basically have to set up your own company around it, right? And like give it all your effort. But there's no way to just yeah. like also be a real estate investor. The only way is um, a, a REIT, which is like a stock of real estate. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Right, you yeah. invest into that, and basically when you, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, like, but so the trick of that is right. You you're investing into a bag of. Uh, like real estate investments, right? Which maybe like, let's say there's 10 in there. Uh Eight of them might be garbage. Two of them are holding up the portfolio. They're like, oh, 5% year over year. But like, what did you do in terms of like picking it, right? You you didn't have any say. Yeah. So in this day and age where you can like pick anything you want and cherry pick things, we were were like, all right, let's create a similar platform, a marketplace where Mm -hmm. people can actually go in, select the the, uh, property they want, view all the details about it, and then just like add it to their, um, on app wallet, right? So you can kind of have that. Um, and then you that's receive, yeah, yeah, that's the first part. <laughs> and then there's like rent, right? So like these properties, right? We're looking, we're, we're sitting in middle of Miami. We're looking at these like beautiful sky rises, right? Like mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of them that are multi-unit, um, like hundred units, 200 units that receive rent, mm-hmm. right? Those receive rent on a regular. Right. As a fractional owner, you receive rent on a daily basis on our platform. Mm, so like sheesh. every day you hold it, you receive a fraction of that rent. Um, and you can like you get into your balance, you get a card that you can spend your balance. You can you can literally do so much so with it, that. It tokenizes the rent. It's all in USD. It's like all Ooh. in USD. Yeah. Mm, we so just use in. blockchain as the back end, right? right? Yeah. Um I, I fundamentally think that like like we're geeking out about blockchain, right? Mm-hmm. It's because like we're a little bit of like, I mean, we're nerds, cool. But like the real world, like, like most people know how to drive a car. Uh-huh. Not many people know how an engine works. Right. Facts. Right. That's one hundred percent true. So we're, I, I think we're in the space where we kind of have to like be aware of this and kind of move ourselves back and be like, okay, right, how do we create something that will actually be available to everybody? Even if they don't want to wrap their minds around like like wallets and private keys and public keys and mm-hmm. NFTs and right like all these things that like intimidate people. Yeah. Right. So uh, that's where we came up with the abstraction concept and kind of like how Robin Hood took away the difficulties of investing. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Exactly. You're, you're simplifying the user interaction to the level so you're not even just attracting young people. You know, somebody might be in their 40s and 50s, but your interface if it matches your process will be so simple. Yeah. You know, it's just something easy to jump in. I don't have to go and educate myself exactly. on the mechanics of how this works. And exactly. I, you know, I've missed a lot of opportunities while trading crypto 
because you had to jump through so many hoops. Yeah. You know, pretty much from this wallet to that wallet and this uh, platform doesn't take this. Yeah. And, and trying to cash out of that. And it's right. like, like, you can't, like we're, we're talking about like, okay, commercial real estate is $25 trillion in the US with a T. $300 trillion in the world. It is the biggest asset class, bigger than all of equities and like all assets put together. Of course. Right? So we're talking about an old, old, old industry that like doesn't want to get shocked. Yeah. And so you have to approach it in a very, very systematic way where you're just giving it new technology, but not like shaking the bed of it. Right? Right. And that's kind of what we're trying you, to do. You, you're, you're easing the transition. Bingo. You know, you're getting some of the people who may not uh, dabble in the spaces we're moving into a chance to figure out their space. You know, you might you might not be the head honcho or the apex in this next market uh, overturn. Yeah. But you'll have a space. Bingo. Yeah. You know, and you Bingo. can take what you had and it's still viable. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah. Is it possible to like set this uh, program up through your like IRA right now? Or? That's actually a good question. Um, so right now, the way that we're uh, structuring it is it's it's kind of going to be like you do it with any excess funds that you want to deposit uh-huh. in. Okay. Um, that's actually a great idea for the long term. Yeah, um, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't want to get taxed every year. I'm getting paid <laughs> every day rent. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. Yeah, I definitely. There's something neat that does happen, though, when you become actual fractionalized owner of uh-huh. real estate that on a commercial size. If the building is new, you can actually write off a fraction of that as deduction on the building itself. Uh-huh. So in an interesting way, like nowadays when people are building brand new buildings, mm-hmm. they get that deduction for almost like 10, 15 years. So it almost matches their rent roll. Right. So they're receiving rent for free. Dang. Yeah, well, tax-free, yeah, yeah, at yeah, least, yeah. you know? And so, like, that's a cool thing that you can add. Uh, we issue out K-1s at the end of the year. Okay. Which means that you're a partial owner in this, like, company that owns the building. Yeah. Um, and so what you get to do is you get to use that deduction on your own personal tax returns as well. Right. So, in a sense, it's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, right. you're just putting us in a situation where Bingo. we can't do the right odds. Yeah. Exactly, okay. exactly, exactly. Is the focus going to solely be on uh, large uh, commercial spaces or are you going to have a mixed bag of different things or is it going to be uh, project based? How, how deep are you going to go down a rabbit hole of um, how you how the projects are going to be managed? That's a good question. So there's a few people on the blockchain right now that have been trying to do uh, tokenized and fractionalized real estate, mm-hmm. but they do um, residential. Mm-hmm. Right. So imagine like. Okay, you're like, I want to be a landlord. Um, I'm going to be a landlord of this residential property. It has one tenant. Well, now you have 100% risk of that one tenant not mm, paying the rent. exposure is different. Oh, okay. Right? right? I get you. And so, like, now you're 100% risk prone. What if they don't pay? Do you evict them? Yada, yada, right? Like, a whole bunch of risk. Mm-hmm. But if you go into, like, these larger properties, right, more often than not, if you have 100 units, it's a percentage game, right? Yeah, Even if yeah. you have 10 not paying, you have 90% occupancy, yeah. right? Everything's okay. Yeah. Right. You're getting a fraction of it. With businesses, usually, if you have like a warehouse, I don't know if you guys know this, but Amazon rents out their warehouses, right? They don't actually own them, most of them. Um, right. They rent them out. And so like these businesses have contracts for like 10, 15 years on those properties. Yeah. They pay. They pay rent consistently because they're a business, right? right? That's their job. Um, so there's a whole bunch of different factors that go into like the thought of going towards commercial focused. Right. Um, 
and hopefully it like creates less risky opportunities for investors. Yeah. Right, because again, and, and what we're trying to teach is opening our minds for like new spaces and new and new areas and not settling on plateaus because this is a great new idea mm -hmm. and exploring it in just a traditional way of just saying, oh, I'm going back to residential. You know, you, what you're saying is you eliminate a lot of the exposure you have to um, some of the risks based on, you know, who gets approved for certain spaces. Exactly. Walmart getting approved for a building space is totally different. You yeah. know their credit. They're, it, they're paying. Exactly. They're going to pay. Or they're, a, exactly. a large company or utility company, exactly. they're going to pay. Exactly. Yeah. So and, yeah. and you be like right now, us becoming an owner of a building like that is just like barred by high walls. Yeah. Right. Right. It, it, it's like the walled garden and like we want to be a part of it, too. Yeah. Right? It, it was just limited because technology was crap before. It was just a whole bunch of paperwork to get this done. Now we've created a system that like automatically does all these calculations in the right. back end yeah. that can help out people right. to get in. And our, por our portfolios um, are going to be way more diverse now exactly. because it's, it's, there's more investment opportunities. So we're going to have not only just a multitude of stocks on this side, but what are we doing in the, in the crypto space or or, um, or, or, or the real estate space? Real estate space. And, you know, what are those spaces now? Yeah. You know, are they three different or four different spaces available to me now? Yeah. So um, I might have an excess of $20,000 a year. I know I can get into commercial real estate with just 1500 exactly or 2000 exactly. or whatever and you know I'm going to go stock heavy because it's another bull run let's say 10 years from now and I'm going to shift you know this percentage here but I'm still keeping my exposure Bingo. and you can adjust without having to make such a huge commitment to where you're missing both opportunities and you yeah. can liquidate it as quickly right so nowadays like if you get into real estate Dude, to get out is like months process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You got to wait to buy or sell it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so we are creating a marketplace that is instantly liquid, right? You put like that 1500 or what, however much money you want into one space. Mm -hmm. And let's say like you're seeing a run somewhere. Right. All right, mm -hmm. let's like pull from here to here. Or like the crypto market's cooling off. Let's go, like go back. Mm -hmm. Right? It's about being able to move your funds. Yep. And to your point on, yeah, your point on diversification, right? Like, like. <laughs> the, my grandmother always says like a, ta a good table stands on four legs right mm -hmm. right Definitely. yeah so it's like exactly put a little bit everywhere yeah when the, like we're going through a super uh pullback on the market crypto market right, right. now if your entire funds are in that like it's a hard time yeah <laughs> facts. and it might be a long time but it's a hard time don't be this guy right you know and um i think uh just you know we got introduced to the crypto space after the last uh bull run mm -hmm. which we were like of course dead last mm, and, yeah and we bought um i guess we bought the coins at great opportunities but mm. we just you know we were poking a stick diamond like, hand do a flip, yeah like do something mm, 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 diamond you know, hand uh, <laughs> thousands of dollars worth of crypt uh not bitcoin and doge and mm, all these mm -hmm. sleepers mm -hmm. and now we understand okay you approach it when it's a great investment even if it falls you get yeah. in there and you start feeding, Bingo. Yeah. and you don't have to put ten thousand at a time. You can, yeah. hey, I'm only putting two hundred a week. Over yeah, Bingo. I'm doing Bingo. that, and I build, and I'm waiting for this to pop three, four years. Exactly, now. the long term game, right? Yeah. Right, and so like that's the biggest thing, like uh, getting into it at the right time, doing it consistently over time, and having the accessibility to do it. Yeah, right. And so m right now, it's really about like which fields can we continue tapping into to open the doors, right? Mm -hmm. So.
Yeah. Yep. And the real estate, hopefully. <laughs> right. And this is all at a time where we should all be retraining our thought processes on how we want to invest and approach investing and, you know, where we're going to be. Like years ago, I, I can start to see just off my limited knowledge, not like the knowledge we all have now from pre-pandemic and post-pandemic mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. just consuming so much. But I'm looking and I'm like, America is going into service base like very fast. Like it's making a sharp turn. Yes, we're going to have some uh, industries come home, mm-hmm. but is that going to be sustainable when they're trying to compete with the China or these other places where they have all the labor, mm-hmm. um, uh, I guess, uh, oh, yeah. I'm drawing a blank. Well, they have all <laughs> the advantages on the labor side. That's but here we have the opportunity to create the services that people want. We know we can react and we have all the data to see, oh, everybody's looking for this right now. Yeah. yeah. I can go create um, just that interaction or create, um, shorten that gap between the customer and what they want. And there's the opportunity instead of going and open this whole factory. Yeah. Yeah. And creating this and having to become a plumber and this and yeah. that and learn yeah. all. Yo, it's like slowing me down. Yeah. I think to that point, like service, um, service also could include like, creating robotics that facilitate the process right so i think right. like big shout out if you guys saw like the whole um uh tesla factory down in austin yeah it's crazy like t- like they're they're literally creating the entire thing with just robots end to end right and so like like cars just popping out with a robot doing it so i think to your point right like we're not going to be doing the same style manufacturing as um, the far east we're going to create robots that do the right. manufacturing yeah, we need technology. operators who manage Bingo. those so uh, start Bingo. shifting into that it, it might not just oh i'm going to become a full-time stock investor no just shift into a field adjacent to your field Bingo. yeah you know like i'm and and train yourself well on it right so right. i i think like if you're even going to say like oh all right i'm going to invest in stocks all right like well, what do you do, right? If you're if you're in in a field like that, you really understand, right? Electrical, I, right? Yeah, right? Why not invest into companies that you understand are doing the good thing in the long run, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're developing the products or the, the 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 actual detailed things, the services, right? right. That in the future will continue be, to be utilized. Yeah, right. and I think that's like the best way of actually investing with knowledge rather than like speculating or trading. It's like, all right, I understand this subject matter, I understand this industry and field. Let me just go all in on it right it's funny that you say that because when i first got into stocks and stuff like that like i was vegetarian so uh-huh. like the first few stock i was investing in like i seen it was like a meat shortage and stuff like that like i was doing puts on wendy's and stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> and i'm doing options on beyond meat and stuff right, like that like, beyond popped yeah yep. have you eaten beyond do you like it not better than impossible uh, okay, yeah, Impossible is also pretty tasty. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I've tasted them. I like them. They're pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. I'm just like curious, what like, like do you what like, what is putting also synthetics in our body? Exactly. That's, that's that what made me start yeah. back eating meat. Like I was doing it for like three, four years, and I'm like, bro, I'm not. This is not healthy. Me <sighs> just eating processed. It's super processed. Yeah, it's yeah. super, super, it, it, super. It, it processed. doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 we went on a fast at the beginning of the year. Like we did the, the Daniel fast, where you do 21 days of just you eliminate something. Okay. So I said, at this time, I'm not doing fish. I'm just going straight uh, vegan. Oh. Yeah. And you know, I luckily I know how to cook, so I was just you know trying to substitute these into different meals, and and it, it will work. And visually, and sometimes you get a texture. But when I came off of it. And, you know, I've, I've done a lot of working out. So, like, I'm craving mm-hmm. a lot of protein. Yeah. 
And it's just like my body remembers the experience of eating all that processed food, and it's like, don't do that. Again. Yeah, yeah, processed. It's like weird. Like, uh, nah, don't. It was cool, but don't diets. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. I had a lot of people cooking stuff for me, so it was like <laughs> it was kind of a middle ground. But after like nine, ten o'clock, when everything's closed, the grocery store closed, and everybody's sleeping. All the um, vegan restaurants close early. Mm. It's getting pretty tough at night, man. That's wing appreciation out. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Like, like it used to be so easy to get some chicken wings from anywhere. Go to a late night bar or something like that. You're looking for wings, some kind of Philly, a burger. Pizza. Yeah, Philly. super easy. There's <laughs> nothing healthy at that time. Yeah, no. and you know it. You just, You're not getting no vegan burger right at twelve in. o'clock at night. Yeah, no, nowhere. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> We're going to do like a, a generic yes, question. What do you see slice space in the next five years? Uh, that's a good one. Um, well, I, I I think, I hope that we move to actually like open the doors to, for a whole bunch of different opportunities for people. Uh, we have a roadmap of in the first uh, two years of launching, we're, we're going to onboard 100 properties. And then from there on out, we're just going to keep scaling it up um, with more liquidity being available to us. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, it, we have the availability to open the doors to like both mixed use in all varieties right as well as like the bigger more anticipated uh, projects that we want to do like stadiums and and more public spaces um the thing we're really trying to do though is have a uh, a mixed bag of things right mm-hmm. so for instance today if uh if you were if we were talking and we were like all right what's a better investment tesla or general electric well they're, they're two very different investments right uh, yeah. tesla is for the appreciation value yeah. and general electric is, is for the dividend right because right. it pays you out every it's single stable. Yeah, exactly. exactly um but then the same question could be asked like oh would you rather invest in a building in miami or a building in like mill colorado right like the middle colorado has like somewhere in the ballpark of 15% cash on cash every year, Uh right? Versus the one in Miami might be like popping for appreciation, right? right? So like, it's really about like, and I I think as like Slice Space, we're trying to focus about creating the optionality. Different categories if you want to invest in. Think of, do you you want a parking garage that just pays like a whole bunch of cash, but like, is it never going to go up in value? Or do you want like a really, really nice building a few months before it opens where once it starts going, it's going to, Super appreciated in the next exactly. couple of years. Exactly. And, and I think, what, like, from what we idea. used to teach, like, stocks and options, I the only thing I hated when some people would just come in for the money play. Mm. And it's like, I'm not going to always be here to hold your hand. So at least know enough to know what you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know where I am in life. You might have $500 and I have $100,000 to invest. Mm-hmm. So this next move I'm making in the next five seconds is based on my net worth, my wealth, my yeah. family's positioning. I already have my kids in private school and you're trying to make it. Mm-hmm. So you need to know this is more tailored to my decisions or what my plan is for the next five years. So you're offering that with just the story of the space and not story in the sense of um, just the theatrics of the story, but like, no, this is what this building is going to do. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's that's a place I want to invest. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I like that. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, it, it, it's funny because it's not normally an available thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever like gone to a stadium and been like, damn, like, I wonder how much this place makes. Yeah, right? like, right. and you're like, I actually worked at a stadium. Worked at a stadium. stadium. <laughs> well, <there laughs> I wonder go. how much you it ever, like sit there and you're like, how? All right, so like, how much does it make? Cool, like. Why can't I get some? Like, how how can I be a part how of it? Yeah, on this. right. Yeah. And, but for right now, they're like, no, 
<laughs> and I think it was just like just the industrialization of how the old businesses are. Like they're already wrapped up. Right. You know, there's only so much you can it's get. It's the boys that. club. You know, yeah. like the good old yeah. boys club and like it kind of closes you off. And so that's not in, in the in the day and age where we're like, all right, equality means opportunity means like ownership of the things around you. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, hold up. But why can't we have this too? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Right. So, yeah, I, I think it fundamentally falls down to the technology wasn't there. Yeah. Right. And this, 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 uh, the Web3 space, which I'm so excited about, and everybody, you see me championing now, it gives everybody just a chance to start a project, create something new, and start at the beginning to your idea. Like, if you worked at a job for 12 years and you saw something was unfair based on ABC, mm-hmm. and you see how blockchain can solve that, or how smart contracts can solve that, you can be the pioneer that changes that now, make all the money in the world from it, but really have lasting change in that system. Yeah. You know, something you saw 12 years, uh, just pissing everybody off. Yeah. Even at the least, just like, yo, we always hated that, but now you've changed that forever and created a business. Exactly. You're applying your knowledge to new fields that have no, no governing forces yet. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know? and, and, and I mean, okay, so like to ride on that, right? I think that like, in the long term, right, if we're being realistic about this entire space, there should be governance, right? Yeah, like, of course. Right? We need, like... Super wild, wild west right now. Right. right. We need some authoritarian body being like, okay, this is okay, this is not okay, right? In a certain fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where, the, at which point, like, the doors will really open for real yeah, money and exactly. real investment. Exactly. Um, I think, on the real note, though, like, right, what we've been seeing in the space, and I'm going to hit it a little bit, like, right, like, w- when we what is the technology being used for, right? Uh-huh, right. W- when, it's, when it's being used to fractionalize something or provide ownership, mm-hmm. we must really think of like, what is the ownership? If it's a, if it's a JPEG of something, right? <laughs> 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 Let me get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, if it, so like, it's just about evaluating what is the ownership that is representing. And I think that's when we really start like bleeding into the real world with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few really cool projects that are also working on like tokenizing and fractionalizing um, assets, collectibles, comic books, right? yeah, like, yeah, yeah, things yeah, that yeah, have yeah, value, yeah. cars, things like that, that just sit there on display. Um, and, and so like the space is really going to evolve uh, to see what else can we really fractionalize ownership of. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about that. I got a question because um, <laughs> I'm a real, like, collector. Mm. That's how I even got into, like, the little NFT space, you know. I want to know how you feel about as far as, like, having collectibles as physical because I was at a comic book shop mm-hmm. and, like, I was in there for like a good 30 minutes to an hour. I just felt in love. Like <laughs> I just wanted to be a comic book collector. Like I'm doing research while I'm in there, sitting there for a whole hour. Like, okay, this is a key issue. Okay, all right. But they also have the VV app where you could get uh, digital comic books mm. and they store it on the blockchain. It's mm. actually Disney licensed through the VV app. Huh. Uh, VV app. So I'd be kind of like asking people who are collectors of comic books and stuff what they're collecting and stuff like 100%. that. But in aspect, me having my digital copy of my comic book sitting on the blockchain is way more efficient yeah, to me. You. Like if a coffee spill or my right. book get damaged, so my house get a water flood, my, my, my collectibles could be gone. Yeah. Let me ask you this then. What, um, I guess this stems back to like, are you collecting it because you really like it or are you collecting it in order to resell it? 
little bit of both. Like, I'm not a quick flipper, but I like, I feel like in my mind, it's kind of hard to like not spend money. It's like a dopamine <laughs> in my mind. Like, I'm go spend my money on something to make me feel better about mm-hmm. my, you know, mm-hmm. that's just really what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if I buy like a bear brick or a cause doll, I know I could get my money back in equal value mm-hmm. or more value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just spend my money on that mm. rather than a pair of shoes. As soon as I wear it, 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 it depreciates automatically right. or a car. It right. goes, depreciates as soon as it so gets off like the lot. it's like a better storage of value because it's going to appreciate, but it's also your taste and physically you right. come yeah, exactly. in my house and see okay. I have it. Yeah. Exactly. I like that. Yeah. Um, I guess the only risk you run into that is the limiting factor of collectibles, which is like it's only as liquid as... The, like your ability to it. right, your True. ability to flip True. it right. Like uh, it's not like 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 if I give you a dollar mm-hmm. and another dollar, right? They're 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 identical. Yeah, like it's a dollar, right? Yeah. Like and there's always going to be a use for it. But like with a collectible, it's like all right, well, I can say it's worth ten thousand dollars. You can say it's worth a buck. Yeah, and exactly. Like, you bought at a yard sale. I bought. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, I think that's like the 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 caveat for it. Where I, as like I'm always on the premise of like like. Like, if I like it on my wall, mm-hmm. I love it. I have some art that I love on the wall, and okay. I'm like, whatever. It is what it is worth because I like to see it on my wall. Yeah. Versus, like, if I'm trying to make money on it, yeah. I'm like, I need to be able to, like, offload that. Quick. Super that fast. Vacuum yeah. sealed. Done. <laughs> right? Like, my duffel bag's gone. Right? Yeah. Like, we're out of here. So, like, that's kind of where I've always... Um, and, and that's a point to real estate too, right? Like yeah. real estate, you can't get out of that fast, exactly. Right? And, and any real estate you hold on to, it takes a few months to offload. Yeah. So, right. It, it's about being aware of these kinds of investments and how liquid they really are. Yeah. Right? That that will really makes it an asset on how easy you can liquidate it. Cause I think well, I was seeing something about rich dad poor dad saying, um, like a house is really not an asset. That's like the American dream, Your but liability. Yeah, it's a liability. Yeah. You can't get rid of that house, and especially if you're staying in it, you definitely can't right. get rid of it for cash, right? Unless so, you mortgage it and get it more, you know. Even then, even then, and and so like, and then we ask ourselves like, all right, so what does it mean when people are like invest in real estate, right? Like, mm-hmm. well, it's it's definitely not your first home. Your home is not your real estate, which investment. a lot of people yeah, exactly. make the horrible. Um, Mistaken thing, right? Yeah, right, right, right. You know, that's account. the American dream. Get a yeah. get like a house. You're, you're investing into your fence. family by picking an area, hundred percent. Yeah, where you're saying, 100%. I want my family to be stationed here. I want my legacy to be left. Yeah. Absolutely, you're investing in your comfort. You're investing in your uh, your ability to access uh, various resources. Yeah, hundred percent. There there is an investment element in that, yeah. but let's not like like dilute the fact that like you're not going to get your money back on that investment anytime soon. Anytime soon, right? Um, and even then, like you can put in like a brand new kitchen for whatever, like ten thousand mm. dollars. You're probably not going to get that back dollar for dollar. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Right? Unless it's like an extreme flipping environment, like yeah. uh, two years ago. Well, two years ago, leading up to now, it's right? Like, yeah, you're getting. Well, now it's slowing down, and the profit margins are going down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you were getting the max amount um, for your efforts mm-hmm. as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. I want to say a year ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. just that FOMO of like, you know, me. I sat and I'm like, okay, well, I see what this is going to. This is going to turn into. I don't know exactly how, but a lot of people are probably going to be in, um, you know, screwed up positions just off like a lot of the Airbnb uh, mm-hmm. investors who over leveraged themselves yeah. to cash way flow, you know, yeah. 10%. It's not even like it's, it's way diluted now. Like uh, in the real estate, in the um, Airbnb space, because everybody popped up and like made Airbnbs and over invested, rented out and make Airbnbs, yeah. it is going in a weird direction now. 
Miami. It's just like it's just like uh, like decentralized hotels. That's all it is. Yeah. Like in Orlando, we like to stay in um, townhouses mm. because you can get more bang for your buck unless you decide to do the resort thing. It's either mm. resort or townhouse, but mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. I don't suggest hotel. Mm. Yeah. These have better benefits. But now you can get a townhouse. Well, there's a dark Vader room, and there's this room, yeah, there's that yeah, room. Yeah. And at they first, got themes. That was a big like sell, but now they all have the same contractors mm. and the same uh, stagers. And now the price is going down. Now and it's all these yeah. leveraged because yeah. now, now you just have to maintain that property. Now it's back. Now it's back on you because you have to have a quality rating for people to yeah. come versus just yeah. having a Star Wars inspired room. Exactly. And at that point, it's like it, it becomes a very tedious job to upkeep and and, maintain. and it becomes yeah. work again. <laughs> it's everything. Every good thing in life is work, but yeah. it's just more so like you have to be conscientious of like, is this the path you're going to go on? Because right. at that point, it's going to become a drain. Do you love yeah. the work? Right. But that's, that's the difference. Bingo. It's like, you know, I'm starting to learn like, yo, you're supposed to enjoy a little bit of toiling right. uh, for something you love a little bit. But mm-hmm. you, that's only going to come from a space where you love what you're doing. If you did this solely for money, like, you know, we have a, a, a side hustle culture down here because everything is expensive as with every other business. I mean, a, bi- a business oriented big mm-hmm. city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's say, for instance, uh, rental cars, slingshot rentals. Airbnbs, all of these cool touristy things, you know, people experience their first down season, mm. not thinking that, hey, there's a down season for yeah. this. We live in a place where perpetual sunshine. Yeah. Well, no, it's not perpetual vacation season yeah, for everybody. Exactly. So who survived those tough four, five, six months? Those who didn't leverage heavy. Exactly. Yeah, super. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So you know that was a that was a hard thing to learn from for some people, but it's. Why did you even get in that space? Solely for the money. Yeah. So now do you stay? Passive income, passive income, passive yeah, income. Yeah, all yeah. passive income <laughs> is a good passive income. Yeah. Maybe the Nothing first is passive in life, dude. Yeah. Nothing Thank is you. passive. <laughs> and not income, not personalities, not like relationships. You can't like passive anything. Yeah, exactly. Because then it's going to pass you by, right? Right yeah. by. And it's, it's hard not to de- develop a, a sense that like the world is just always out to get you. Mm. I think it's more so looking like it, at it like ping pong. I mean, not ping pong, but uh, a pinball table. Mm. There's just a shitload of obstacles mm. at yeah. all times. Mm. That's a part of the game. The game is playing the obstacles, not that somebody mm. placed the obstacle in front of you and it's like, whoa, it's me. They're taking it again. It's like, nah. Those months when we, we were smashing the market and we were taking Everything money out of all Buffett's fine. pocket, yeah. we were like, yo, we're, we're market gods. And it's we, great. We had a higher uh, return this month than Warren Buffett. Like, that's the first time. You know, in history, but he had a game plan for us, yeah. you know, yeah. and well, not him necessarily. I don't want to create a person. <laughs> the, the market had a game plan for right. us the next month. For sure. Yeah. And we all lost a lot of money. And the people who stayed and stayed motivated and learned what happened true. became, yeah, you start getting smaller returns, but you start getting more consistent returns. Mm-hmm. And this is now re- becoming a lifestyle for the people who stuck around and saying, right. you know what? I can feed my family with this if I wanted to. Yeah. Or I can make all my investments. Right. Solely based off of this initial investment. Right. 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 You know, the funny thing about investments is like, so, you know, which uh, in, in, in the regular stock market, you know, which portfolios are the best performing? <laughs> best performing, best right. performing hack. You guys know? Uh, read no uh, any any uh, the portfolios uh, of dead people 
Yeah. Yes, yeah, so because they don't, they don't do look anything. At it. <laughs> they don't look at it. Hey, I be trying That's to like long term investing. Yeah. Think about that. So like, yeah. right? So like, if we're talking about like what is passive, what is side, right? You pick. You take a little bit of brain effort. You pick something that is long term, and you just let it ride. Let it ride. Decided that's a good decision. Right. At one let point. it ride. But that's like retraining your brain. It's it's mm. a little bit more than like you know one. No one book is going to give you the quick step. You have to read all the books to see like it's a common tone of like bingo. You have to fix you. Yeah. Mm. And stop needing to make risky investments. Yeah. And then you'll stop mm-hmm. making risky investments. Exactly. You can learn all the long term investments, but if you still position yourself uh, to be needy on and uh, position for and like risky investments, yeah. you're going to just keep making them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because the mm-hmm. situation is always going to arise for a risky investment. This is the one. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I right. know it. This but is the one. But if you start saying, I'm <laughs> with only making $300 this month, even mm-hmm. though I made 300000 all last year, yeah. right? I'm going to just do a slow and slow. Slow right. grind. Right. Compound interest is a real thing. Yeah. yeah. Compounding is big. It's big. Especially like like the, the, the benefits that also are there for us when we hold in a long asset mm-hmm. are beyond just the, like the way it performs itself, right? Oh, like yeah. The government benefits, uh, yeah. rewards us, right? Like mm-hmm. there, there's a different it's asset you're class. You're incentivized yep. at all times. Right. So like it, it's, it's about the long-term decisions and sometimes people get too inundated by like the day-to-day. Yeah. You kind of have to really remind yourself to zoom out. On all things you do, zoom out, mm-hmm. right? Like in the grand scheme of this, how much does this decision matter? Yeah. Right? In your pinball analogy, right? There's a lot of hectic things going on but like you really only make a few decisions right you hit the ball yes, a few no. times. <laughs> yeah it's like it's, that's it boop, boop, boop. that's like and there's only a few of those yeah. and you keep the entire like scheme going but like remember it's not like as hectic like there's a lot going on but like at the end of it there, it's just noise yeah yep so it's funny that you said that too because i didn't look at my stock portfolio in about two three months and i don't know what came over me yesterday i was like hmm let me see what's going on in the market I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, wow, start, I'm just looking at, wrong I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. Right. But you know, when it's all red, like, did you I, buy more? Nah, not yet. So that's the trick of it, right? So like it, you made a decision when you made into these investments, if you took your time and you educated yourself and you're mm-hmm. like, this is a good investment because X, Y, Z, the company's going to grow over the next three, four, five yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, of course. Buy more. Buy it's more. It's on discount right buy now. Buy the dip. Why, why do people see, like, when, when you see red on a, a store, when you walk by, like, red on a shirt, you're like, oh, dope, discount. Like yeah. 20% off. Yeah, exactly. Why don't we see the same thing in the markets? Got to yeah. retrain right. your, your brain. Like, yeah. uh, if I would have really loaded up on that last very low of Tesla when it was, like, 363, mm. instead yeah. of living in a moment of what I just lost, <laughs> yeah, yeah. or hold on, held on to the options that I had well, at that moment. That's why options are tricky. Yeah. It's, Bro, it's just, though, it's the, it's the bull thing at the bar. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's, oh, and yeah. it's like, all you have to do is hold on. <laughs> you know, yeah. but after that, like, I, I shared a lot of stuff to keep trading. Mm. So I shared a lot of things to create um, cash to trade. Mm. But um, I think once we got into about February of that year, and I calculated all the options that I would have held on to them, mm. what I would have been, it would have been, like, I think, like, a cool forty to $60,000. Just on just like from like that four-month span of holding. Yeah, it's And it's true. like, you got to learn how to just... Yeah, Th- that's just it. I, I have like a theory where I'm like, all right, well, like God forbid something happens, right? Like, and I can't look at my portfolio for the next like year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be like happy when I look at it in a year? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not if you had Google. <laughs> you know, you had some of these big, uh, huge, what, Square? Square's down 50% or something well, like that? Right now, I mean, but, like, think about it. Like, these companies aren't really going anywhere. They're becoming more and more integrated into our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, they, they're and you have to look at that. It's like, there yo, you go. It's on discount because 
yeah, Square is killing me on in my portfolio, but I'm using Square to pay. Bingo. And yep. eventually, yeah. when they're reporting their earnings again, you, people who are like the big powers that are, are going to be like, oh, wait, we misevaluated like how much uh, it's actually worth here. Because that's really what a stock yep, is. Pretty right? much. Like, you're kind of evaluating its future returns based off of today's like discount rate. Yeah. Right? So like, at least in theory, in actuality, <laughs> there's a lot more speculation, but yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah. But is, and again, you know, we, we, we've gotten all the way into the stock market game. That's like, we're like the OG Robin Hood Raiders mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. planning all these raids. And, but we, we went through that phase and it helped us start to position ourselves to be, um, real investors. And what I noticed, the best thing that happened to me was just waking up and just watching world news. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. and kind of getting some of the back, um, story to some of these things like, instead of just finding out that this commodity is um is going down now if i would have been watching the news for the last three months i would have saw that coming yeah, coming like yeah. and the war talking yeah. that yeah. you know I, I was some something made me start watching some stuff on the war i think the caspian news report in december and i'm like this is just interesting i'm watching yeah. history play out i yeah. love that and i just seen how all of the commodities and everything played into it along the way yep. and i'm saying oh this is what i need to do every day long-term yeah. game to it there's a, a really really good one um i personally listen to the the bloomberg podcast uh, in bloomberg the morning every morning every yeah like they will literally tell you things as they're coming down the and you're like oh well like duh <laughs> and then it happens and you're like well they talked about it for like two months like like if you didn't move then you're deaf right? yeah and then yeah. you have to see it real quick to kind of say okay well damn i missed that opportunity right. but i mm-hmm. knew it was coming right yeah, 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 yeah. hey is this kind of a repeating cycle yes yeah. if you get on board four months ahead of time just like the bankers know like they always tell you they know what they're going to do for earnings well before earnings exactly you're just trying to guess on the back end using um lagging indicators and all of this exactly but if you were in tune with that company ahead of time and hearing all the company reports listen to the tone now you listen to the tone just drop it if you dropped it in january you'd have got your cash out in december i ain't gonna lie when you it feel like when you like invest in the stuff four months earlier you kind of feel like an idiot like when i when (laughs) i invest in the sun i'll be like man what am i doing It was the most horrible. Yeah, I don't even know these guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most horrible thing ever. Then four months later, it's just boom. Like I'm the smartest guy uh, ever. You gotta trust your gut, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like holding on, and like you're like there is a, a, a voice inside you. If you're doing it rationally, and you mm-hmm. take, and if you're wrong, you know what, like. Life. It's a, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, life. Yeah. You retune. You you don't invest more than you're willing to lose. Yeah, exactly. But like, just hold until like y- you know it's right. Yeah. Right. Like don't don't doubt the gut. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, you made that decision for a reason at the right time. It might still like take you for a ride, but mm-hmm. like just hold on. That's how I feel about. That's how I feel about XRP. There's no, there's no coin shilling here. I, I'm, I'm on the school of like uh, the OG. We have an OG, right? Like for monetary value storage, uh-huh. and then we have like ones that facilitate certain purposes. Right? Yeah, of course. Right, of and course. so like you really have to assess like. What is use case, mm. right? If it you if it solves the same problem that's already been solved by a different coin, or it solves it in a better way, mm, that doesn't really sell me on it, right? Because right. like, I need like it's funny that you said that. I just heard somebody say the exact same thing. Yeah, 
You know, like it, it's it's and so like all right, the first one solved monetary and and, and storage of value. Cool, BTC solved that, right? Yeah. And then we had like Ethereum, which was like a really cool like um, like different model, similar model, mm-hmm. right? Started smart contract, but didn't really solve the problem of like being able to process heavy heavy loads of data. Yeah, if you guys know, like Ethereum is like a mo- like a few terabytes of data. In order to download Ethereum, it takes weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Most people yeah. like if you wanted to like. Right versus the Bitcoin network, which yeah. is like three hundred and somewhat gigabytes, you can carry it in, in like a flash drive that's right. tiny. If you want to become a developer on a platform, right, and and just to like download the entire history of the ledger, right? right. Okay, and so um, now we're thinking, all right, like. Well, Ethereum didn't really do the good job of storing a lot of data because of how much gas is. Mm-hmm. They started gunking up the chain with like useless information, like Crypto Kitties. If you guys, remember <laughs> that. Yeah. Right? and so like that, that really like slowed down. And so now we're thinking, all right, like all right, we want to utilize blockchain. We want to utilize blockchain that is accessible. Um, which ones are accessible? And so we went around and searched, and we found Algorand to be one that was very accessible. Algorand, yes, Algorand is a very accessible one, very easy to use very scalable uh, and actually has um, the proof of stake concept pretty figured out mm-hmm. uh, versus like the proof of work element I still like proof of work for actually my money like my money and my monetary like right. yeah. like value there but like in terms of like solving um, like do, implementing smart contracts and efficiently scaling um, projects on low gas Algorand is really the way that we decided to move forward okay um, and so yeah I mean hopefully uh, we continue expanding with them. We're we're working very, very closely with the foundation um, in order to like reteach back some of the new things that our coders are doing. Our developers are working really hard to kind of add new elements to it as Mm -hmm. well. So we're excited to work with them. But to your coins point, I I, I think it's really important to assess what is true value. Right. Right, like, what is the project trying to aim to do, and not what the the company or the PR team is just telling us? Yeah, be weird a little the deeper, and like, how does yeah. it apply in real world situations? Exactly. exactly, exactly. Right, like, I will tell you that there is like more than ten thousand coins out there, and probably like ninety nine point nine 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 percent of them are absolute garbage. Do they, exactly what the the coin before the, yeah. the top one percent. Yeah. I mean, like, like we're we're joking around about like Dogecoin sometimes, but like like Dogecoin is just a fork of Bitcoin. If you guys like dig deep into it it's uh-huh. like so like did it really change the code mm, it changed the block size it changed how its processes but did it actually implement something original nope, nope. not at all and that's all the the, the coins behind it the shibas the yeah. all that meme coins they're right. basically doing the same thing they're just trying to compete yeah with the top meme coin right you know and hoping that it do something and it has no difference in me like writing down like one I don't know Miami dollar on a piece of paper and be like, all right, that's a currency now. Exactly. Like, yeah, if you pay me ten thousand dollars for it, we'll say it's a ten thousand dollar, pretty much coin. But yeah. like, is it really? Is it actually? Like what is it doing? Right. Right. Nothing at all. Exactly. And it's Not you know like thing. some some of us like what I started to see and hate a little bit, especially on Twitter Spaces, was are you just selling the cheese or do you, are you actually eating it? Because I'm both mm. both would be a little weird because like if you have all this knowledge are you convincing yourself that this is something better than what it is? Or like, you know, that's when you get the shield talk of, are you just actively selling this for somebody mm. because you've just amassed this large group mm-hmm. of people? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you cannot possibly believe what you're saying with this. It's not, you're not saying any points that hold any, it's like running circles. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, 
you just kind of regurgitating facts. But, you know, once people start understanding the lingo and what mm. these things mean, you, you're not just going to be able to fancy up your conversation mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, no, what does it do? Show us the show us the data. Show us. Exactly. Exactly. Show us it like applied. Show us the demo. Show us like the application. Most of these guys are like raising a crap ton of money around an idea. And like I'm all for it. But like unless you have an actual running platform more than just a front-facing website and a white paper yeah what's going on yeah right and so point <laughs> right th- these are all like things that like e- because it's the wild west of things like people haven't really like dug deep into it but mm. you got to take the time to think about where you're putting your money yeah right? yeah with all things yeah with all things no, and yeah. this is a great time because it's just at a nice pace to learn. Like, stop right. rushing. Yeah, right. it's not a you're super early right now, so you ain't got to. That little blip up that we saw, it was in, induced by a lot of different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But it was just a, hey, I got your attention. This is a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, now you have a couple years to go down this path and learn where do you fit in um, as an investor or as an entrepreneur mm-hmm. or as somebody who's looking for new opportunities. Or all of the above. Yeah, all 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 of the above. I would say a cool metric to look at if you guys are trying to really, like, assess a a blockchain is um, look at, like, how many wallets are opened and how many wallets are active. Actively used. Okay. Right? That's, like, a way different, like, parameter versus, like, how much market activity there is. Yeah. If there's a volume, volume can be made out of, like, five different wallets. Mm-hmm. But if you're talking like every day wallets are increasing by 10%, you're like, what? That like, mean more people is getting yeah, accustomed to it. Yeah. Right. More people are coding on it. More people are developing on it. More people are utilizing it. That's like where you actually have like some traction. Yeah. Right. So just so, things to assess. So right? I'm, well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find a family. I'm getting into the coding, the coding and data space. And you are already with Algorand. You're, what is your quick sell on why I should join Algo? Uh, the Algo fam? <laughs> the Algo fam, why should I start coding there? Why, yeah. why should I start developing my projects there? It's it's like a pretty intuitive platform uh, in terms of blockchains. Um, it's really user-friendly. It's fast. It's very fast. Uh, it's scalable and it's cheap um, to get onto. Um I mean, in terms of the community itself, they're very, very, very approachable, supportive yeah. community um, of individuals who really are looking to create real-world use for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the interesting thing to note is like where all these other blockchains are really pushing money on marketing. Mm-hmm. These guys are pushing money onto like developing dev tools. Yeah. Right. Developing like simple code infrastructure. Investing into the people who are going to use it. Right. Exactly. And which, which to me looks like a completely different move. Um, They're not trying to raise money. They're selling really good systems. Yeah. They just paired up with FIFA in order to do their entire like ticketing and like and certain NFTs on their platform on a 10 year contract. Right. Like Mm. these are the, the kinds of businesses that we want to like. Investing right. long term, yeah, things I, to consider when you yeah, make yeah, it. Yeah. Even if you're making, um, let's say, a more of a a rookie investment decision, you know, like the ten year contract is something that's set in stone. They've mm. already initiated mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It's going to be mm-hmm. a ten year run. That runs well into the third year. They're going to suggest other contracts to, exactly. to their partner companies. Exactly, and like, know. and then you just see like. These contracts, while sometimes you have to like pay to bid in the beginning, it's about ten year gain, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And so like every single year that there's like a FIFA or every four years or whatever there's like or, or at least one of their smaller meetups, they are pulling on this company to 
implement their technology again, right? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, we were talking about earlier, but there, there's there's so many companies out there that are billion dollar companies that literally we've never heard. Quiet as kept. Right. Right. And, and that doesn't mean that they're not operating efficiently. It's just like it's not in our wheelhouse. It's a niche company that serves a niche good. Yeah. And so this is kind of like an infrastructure company um, that is solving a lot of the, the the blockchain related issues. Right. Like the lack of trust between parties, things like that in a really effective way. Yeah. So I'm sure the people who do cybersecurity at Amazon only got one client <laughs> like. They probably don't got a whole bunch of people. They probably, <laughs> they probably only need Amazon. But you no, no, I would say you should be surprised because in my old job, they had a whole cybersecurity department because of what's at stake. Mm -hmm. You just kind of have to be ready because you never know. Thanos might roll up. <laughs> the cyber Thanos. And you have one guy on duty and he's overwhelmed. So they just kind of just the same way a company will have 60 lawyers doing nothing just ready for something to pop off. Yeah. I think they're going to um, approach cybersecurity in the same way, because what's at stake if you hack Amazon's uh, credit card system? It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Versus something like a smaller company. For sure. For but sure. I was saying the company, I don't know, business mind thinking like a company should only be focused on my Super top billion dollar company, you know, like oh, you saying as far as like diversifying, yeah, like oh, okay. all right. If I'm a cybersecurity company and Amazon is my client, I'm not finna take Taco Bell as another oh, client. Yeah, you get what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's like uh, what is that? The four hour work week? Mm -hmm, is that like mm -hmm. you know, eighty percent of your uh, money comes. From yeah, 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 yeah. Why mm -hmm. not just make them the guy? I'm mm -hmm. focused on Amazon. We ain't letting nothing come through here. Mm -hmm. Like we finna do this for. Well, I'll, I'll take in. smaller partners to try new things out, probably. Yeah, you know, you're right, because it, it could get a little bit bigger, but... Because <laughs> you, you don't want to over-specialize. That's another thing, you know. Like, maybe you are um, a specialty company, but you don't want to over-specialize in one specific no, task. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, like, a, a, a advantage in starting in a niche, mm -hmm. uh, but I think that over time, definitely expanding is critical. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So... This is, I think this has been a great episode. Yeah. You know, we got to talk some real, you know, and you guys didn't fight over the <laughs> NFTs. Because we're going to all start working. NFTs yeah. to the moon. In theory, the code behind Slicebase is the same, like, conceptual method, right? Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, non-fungible yeah. token. Yeah, 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 right? basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just not JPEGs. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? However you got into these spaces, enjoy the ride. Enjoy the journey. Yeah. You'll get where you need to be at. You just... If you ran away from any of the market crashes or you gave up, you know, mm. just, if you say the money you lost was an investment into your knowledge and you right. stick around, something's going to happen for you. So yeah, buy you, don't, the you don't lose until you sell. Until yeah. you, you sell, until you quit, until you, sell. you walk away. Hold. Warren Buffett buys and never sells. Mm. Take with, notes. With mm. that, with that mm. being said, <laughs> it's your boy Flystone Emotive. Well, all right. all over the place. <laughs> got my guy Maury, Slice Space. Check, us Check out. it out. Yeah. He's the first to pull it off. So there you go. That's a dope idea. Rock it out. This, you can find out about the company here. Slicebase.com or Slicebase app. All right. We Twitter. out. Thanks, guys. Yep.